I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Hey there, animation fans, and welcome to the AFA Gaming Podcast, the podcast about video games and the animation that brings them to life. Uh, joining me today is my loyal, loyal compatriot, Chris. Hello, Rachel. Hello. Hey, we are here to talk about some video games because there was a pretty big uh, announcement that just came out, I believe, just, oh God, that was uh, just this last week, if I've if I got the dates right. The You'll have to forgive me, I wasn't able to tune in on the day, because uh, work has been keeping me rather busy at the hospital, but I do believe, were you able to tune in on the day that they announced, uh, Sony announced the PlayStation 5, or was it, uh, did you have to catch up as well once they made the announcement? No, I watched it the next morning. The next morning, uh, I, uh, okay. Yeah, I, d I didn't watch it as it went out, because um, mm -hmm. I was, I was, what, I think I was watching, what we do in the shadows instead. <laughs> ah, okay, gotcha. Well, yeah, but even though we weren't able to tune into the, the actual day, we were able to follow up on it um, because fortunately there was a lot of online coverage for this announcement. And uh, yeah, so the PlayStation 5 has been uh, debuted. They're showing off this really nice, sleek, white-looking design. Um, There's been some, been some interesting conversations about it. Oh, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, this day um, and age, I'm sure. Some people have said it looks like a router. That seems to be a popular opinion. Um, or it, it kind of looks like a, a sub, like a inverted Oreo. Or um, you know what it reminded me of? What? Eve from Molly. Yes. It I had her color. It had her color scheme going on. I did see someone. Yeah, made a bit of a reference there. I do. Yeah. I th I think it looks pretty cool. <laughs> it does. I, I like the, the sleek look that it's got. I mean, compared to the uh, the Xbox Series X, which is just... Well, that's, it's, a re it's, a re it's a refrigerator. That's what it yeah. is. It's a refrigerator box. I mean, I, yeah, I just think that there's a... I think the one exception maybe is the, the 360, but generally Microsoft consoles are just like, it's just a box or block. It's just they they're don't, really they, leaning to that Xbox side of things, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, the original it was like, oh, it's a box with an X on it. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and there's a, if I remember, it was huge. The original Xbox. Oh no, it was it was a chunky boy. It was yeah. it was very thick. Uh, yeah. But ironically, it didn't feel like there was a lot going on inside of it. It didn't like compared to some of the later. 
uh, Xbox consoles, it didn't it didn't feel as heavy as the other ones, the later ones that I remember having uh, as time has gone on. But um, even then, I've noticed, like even for the PlayStation uh, consoles, um, with the PlayStation Three down to the PlayStation Four, like most of them have been relatively the same size. Though I remember the PlayStation Three also being pretty pretty chunky. Apparently, this, one... this is this is a big one as well. It's big, you can't tell from what they've shown, but I. I have seen a picture of it compared to the others, and it's a, it's a bit of a beast. Oh boy! Make room, make room in your storage closet, because I know I'm holding on to my other PlayStation systems <laughs> for the time being. Because oh, because here's the thing: because um, they've foregone a certain, you know, that the the thing that made the PlayStation Two such a fun thing is that ba- that backwards compatibility with like older games. So all of like these PlayStation One titles that I was able to get on my PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation 3, I can't get on PlayStation 4. So, like, I still have my PlayStation 3 in my uh, in my closet so that when I feel like putting on one of those games that I can just pop it in, uh, unplug, like, unplug the hardware for the, um, for the PlayStation 4 and just put in the PlayStation 3, switch them out. But it's just, it's, it, it's just a shame that I have to do that because the fact that there's, that's the only way I can access those games, like Chrono Trigger and uh, the sweet, original Suikoden games. Well, it seems that when it comes to time for you to get a PlayStation 5, you might not need to do that anymore. Really? To, they have taught, it's supposed to be backwards compatible. I'm not sure huh. exact, exactly how it's going to work. Uh, well. They, 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 they're supposed to be testing. I mean, like... The first thing they showed, I think, off was basically um, was Spider-Man running on it, and they were show- they were basically showing how how fast it ran, and and um, there were no load times because of because of how it it pulls from the it's got an SSD drive or something. Right. So yeah, thought- that was one of the big the big points that they're making about this game, and um, yeah, one of the so- first games we can talk about would be a great way to kind of show uh, kind of be segue. a good example. Yeah, great segue because I think out of the games trailers that they were showing off at the start of this uh, announcement about the games that are going to be coming out, I was really impressed with what they put out for um, Ratchet and Clank mm-hmm. with Insomniac and um, I was really super impressed with this concept that the, the, the two are back at another adventure but this is one is going to involve dimension hopping mm-hmm. um, and and I do believe they were showing us act. They they were a couple instances where they were showing actual footage of the gameplay, which again I think so it gives Sony another leg up over Xbox because it's not just showing us a con- proof of concept for these games, but also showing like okay, this is what you've worked on so far. This is what we can expect to be doing once we have a controller in our hands. And the whole concept of kind of leaping from uh, scenario scenario to setting to setting. Uh, with a wide variety of different uh, mechanics, including just that whole using these rifts to basically kind of close the gap in just a level, is mm-hmm. in, with again no loading times anywhere in sight. And also, it was a, there's an alternate um, uh, ratchet or something. Yeah, it's lady. a chick. Yeah, lady. It's... Ra- ratchet, ra- ra- ratchet, maybe. <laughs> well, it's funny because ra- Rachel. <laughs> oh man 
but um, no, I like it. I, it's a it's a cool idea. I wonder. I don't think she probably has a similar similar name because uh, Clank was like Ratchet, and she goes who? Like mm. I have no idea yeah. who you're talking about. So she probably has a different name. But I like yeah. I like that that's the angle they're going with, and I'm curious to see how that plays out. But just it just looks like it's going to be a fun fun game to play. But it looks I I just it looks exactly like. Any other, I'm not saying in a bad way, mm-hmm. but it just looks looks like any other Ratchet and Clank game. So if you like Ratchet and Clank, uh, it's going to play like that, but with some extra cool things like the um, the uh, dimension hopping element. So it's sort yeah, of, you know, kind of what good sequels do. Have it, you know, basically being the same game, but adding, you know, maybe putting an extra cool angle on it or something. Exactly. Yeah. No. It's a the whole similarity point, I would I would say that it's it's on brand. This game is on the brand that it is trying to market to those Ratchet Clank fans or people who are into those fun, like creative uh, platformer shooter titles. So that's a good that's a good game to market on a console's uh, release because and it's something you can market with the system once you put it on, you know. You can basically sell them together, and it's one of the. It's yeah, it's only uh oh actually, Sony mm-hmm. bought in something that didn't they? So they are now a Sony studio. They are. Yeah, so it, I was I was just I was about to say they are exclusive, aren't they? Um, Ratchet and Clank to PlayStation, but then I remembered that now, Insomniac are a Sony owned studio, so it would mm-hmm. be. <laughs> but. Another game, and I wasn't. I make sure that uh, I don't remember seeing it was put on, but it is the sequel to uh, one of your uh, favorite video games that Insomniac has worked on, and that is the Spider-Man game. We are I getting. Was, a, I, we are getting I a sequel. Con- I was convinced that's where you were going when you said, <laughs> "Oh, that's a great place to segue," because I just mentioned Spider-Man. I well, thought that's where you were going straight, <laughs> and then you went Ratchet and Clank. I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, well the reason why I did that because. They did because the gameplay that they showed off in that trailer was a good ex- example of the whole transitioning to these wide environments in just a matter of seconds with no loading time, no loading screens. But no, the other, the biggest thing, at least it makes sense why they put that like in the front running trailers, was the sequel to Insomniac Spider Man game, where we'll be stepping into the shoes of Miles Morales Ooh. at yeah, long I'll- last. I, I was obviously massively excited when I saw that because, mm-hmm. yeah, as you said, it, it I love the Spider-Man game. It is one of my, it's definitely uh, become one of my favourite games ever, if not maybe, may, maybe the most fun I've had in a game. I don't know. Wow, uh, that is saying quite a lot. Like, is there any contenders for, for to, uh, going up against it at this point or no? I mean, because I know you really like um, the Tomb Raider games and also and, and the Uncharted, Uncharted, yeah. and even the most recent uh, Star Wars game too. Yeah, uh, yeah, it might be like, yeah, definitely Uncharted games and uh, to the modern Tomb Raider games are mm-hmm. contenders as well. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's some, obviously uh, Mario. And, oh, uh, of course. <laughs> so. It, and there are rumors about 
because it's I think Mario's 35th anniversary this year, I think that's right. And they're, ah. supposed, they're supposed to be doing something big. And the scuttlebutt is that they are going to remark, they're going to produce remastered versions of all the 3D Mario games for Switch, which would be amazing. That would be really incredible. If you could get, if you could get a remastered Mario Galaxy and Mario Galaxy 2 and Mario 3D World, I would be all over that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not that bothered about them doing Mario 64 because I never played that back in the day. But uh-huh. and it would be my my excuse to play it, I guess. But I'm more excited about the other ones. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. But uh, going back to Spider-Man real quick, yeah. it's okay. Um, well, I was curious to see how the you know if we were going to get to play as Miles when they introduced the character in the original uh, Insomniac Spider-Man game. Well, you, you do. You do get to play as Miles, but he's just not... He's, not, his, he's not the Spider-Man mask yet. He's just... No. He's normal teenage kid being, yeah. being awesome at everything because he's awesome it, all the time. Yeah, it's just being like the, Mary, the MJ levels or whatever. It's just playing another character. Yeah, this ste- one, stealth sections. This one, he's going to be actual Spider-Man, black suit Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it looks awesome. I have heard that it is actually there's there's been debate over what it actually is because some people are saying it is um, not not like a full blown sequel. Mm-hmm. It's sort it's um, some people are, are like, oh, it's basically DLC, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think it's some have compared it to like Uncharted: The Lost the was it the last legacy or whatever yeah yeah, it is, yeah 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 which is um it is a, you know it's it's a new game but it's sort of not you know not as on such a big scale as the other ones it'd be a, uh it you know sort of be more compact sort of story like um you because because they've tested like it running on the original game running on ps5 for that demo, tech demo, mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. it might be basically using that that model, like the upgraded version of that, mm-hmm. and put a new story in that. So it's not not like a, we've built a new game from scratch, but it's like maybe yeah. a, a, I see what a shorter mean. story, like in there. But I'm not sure. Yeah, like using the assets made in the original game and kind of using that as a springboard to make extra stuff on top of that and then, like you said, build on that to make a smaller story, but not having to do everything from scratch. Like, that's been done in video games beforehand. Like, that was case in point how um, Majora's Mask, you know, back in the 64 days, that's how that came to be, is because most of the assets made for um, the, uh, for, from, uh, gosh, why is the name good? not coming to me? Of the the Ocarina of Time went into uh, Majora's Mask, and that's why you see a lot of character models uh, recycled. But I'm sure that there, this is going to have a, a much better layer of polish on it for sure. Yeah, I expect there is like a full blown Spider Man two in development as well, sort mm-hmm. of. You know, that will come like a year or two down the line during the PlayStation 5's life, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that'll be a full-blown, like, from the ground up, built for the PlayStation 5. But, I, I, you know, if it is just more, 
more of the same, just a lot shinier because it's on PlayStation 5, then yeah, I'm still in. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if, because it's coming out so soon, I wonder if there's still, if that still means like if people who have yet to really jump on the PlayStation 5 bandwagon, if they'll have access to this as well. Because sometimes they'll do that. Like I know that happened with Persona 5 where it's like you could get it on the PlayStation 3, but you could also well, get it on the PlayStation 4. I was thinking that when I was when I was re-watching some of the trailers earlier mm-hmm. today, I noticed that a lot of them said PlayStation exclusive. It didn't say PlayStation 5 exclusive. And mm-hmm. I thought, hmm, does that mean they will be releasing it on both? But then there were some other ones that said PlayStation exclusive, and then they had the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 logo on them. Yeah. So that I'm not entirely sure, but maybe they're sort of covering themselves, like they're not going to announce yeah <laughs> probably they probably don't want to just put deal it all out their cards just yet and it's still pretty there's, early there's probably also like going to be a um they're probably going to release some of the like last big playstation 4 games in upgraded versions as well like mm-hmm. um uh last of us part two and stuff exactly yeah like there's still the playstation 4 has some life left in it so it's like mm. let's not jump to the new console too quickly um, yeah I'm, I'm not not ready to let go of mine yet <laughs> neither am i neither am i i mean hell we've got not just um last of the second the sequel to last of us but we also have um what's it called the the cyberpunk game oh yeah which is supposed to be a huge deal and that's uh, that's coming out, hopefully, depending on delays because of what's going on in the world right now. Like, should be sometime by the near the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, but speaking of cyberpunk and sign of uh, sci-fi, there was one trailer that came out not long after, I believe, like because we've got some other stuff for that they put up. They like Gran Turismo and stuff like that. But that's something that would interest my brother more than myself, but a unique uh, looking game, which I'm curious to see more stuff. We didn't see any actual gameplay. It was just a promotional trailer um, of a world, a sci-fi world populated by robots and a little kitty with the backpack. And I'm like, yeah, it's called Stray. And I, if you're, you get to play as a cat, sign me up, sign me up, like nothing, done. Just yeah, done. Well, as, as soon as I um, as soon as I twigged, that's what it was because it, it sort of, it starts off. Oh look, here's just a, a sci-fi world with some robots. So it seems like oh maybe the humans have died out, and then then the cat comes into it, and then sort of you realise the cat's kind of the central thing, and the cat's got a backpack, and then you see the logo, and it's got a cat on it, and it's called Stray, and you're like oh okay, so you're definitely playing the cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm like, yes, kitty simulator, I'm on board. Well, not just any kind of kitty simulator. It's like... Sci-fi kitty it's, 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 it's like a super high-definition kitty simulator. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. curious to, like, break down, like, because you see in the beginning, like, you see the cat, and mm. then you go, it goes inside the home of a robot, and that's when you see it again with the little camera on its back. So the cats being like the robot is either oh there it goes i'll just put it on (laughs) (laughs) excuse me i'm losing my voice a little bit so 
Ugh. So I wonder if like they're the cat is like actively spying on people. It looks yeah. it looks like it's got a camera in its in its little mm. backpack. Oh, so I wonder if like, they're, they're gathering gathering surveillance or something. There's a lot of homeless robots in this trailer. They seem yeah. to be. So yeah, I really want to know what's going on. <laughs> One of the more fascinating trailers that uh, came out of the. That, uh, there's someone who looks like they could be human. Just wondering, but I don't know. Hmm. But they can't be, I guess. And there's yep, getting a haircut or something. Yeah, but that if is you, an awesome cat. <laughs> it is a very sweet looking cat. Like almost, it's like it looks like a little tabby, like an orange tabby cat, which are <laughs> always adorable. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's an orange tabby. Mm. It's got the little, the little M. Yeah, the little striped cat. M. Kitty parkour. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty Assassin's Creed. And he comes up and he sits on that and then he meows at the end. That's an <laughs> amazing end for a trailer. No, that that's was what... perfect. No dialogue necessary. Yeah, there was... I was very impressed by the level of kitties in this, these... Well, there were two, but, you know, that's... That's two more than probably the, the Xbox One had. Mm -hmm. <laughs> had. Oh, oh, that one is coming to PS4. Oh, excellent. So Stray is PS4? Both. Oh, excellent. That makes me yeah. very happy, but we're going to have to wait till 2021 to get our hands on that. Uh, we'll have, we'll have, we'll have, at that point, we'll have left 2020 behind us, and at this point, I think many people can agree, like, we're ready, to, we're ready for it to be over already. <laughs> So we've got about 20 years till we see that game. Nice. This, this year has lasted about 15 already. So um, by the time 2021, we'll all, we'll all be about um, yeah, 20 years older by the end of, mm -hmm. end of this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other particular trailers that jumped out at you other than, uh, other than that? Because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of got the video up going right now and it's yeah. currently covering like the... the the sack boy, um, little big planet main character, his kind of like solo platforming game. Which which looks cute. I like I like, I like the style, um, but kind of the main point of Little Big Planet was always the fact that you build your own levels. But there was part of me that kind of just wanted. I was like, nah, I can't be with that. I just want to play a platformer. So maybe. Maybe that's interesting, but sort of when I, I saw it, I was like, that just looks like a fine platformer. It doesn't mm -hmm. look particular. And it's um, not made by Media Molecule, Mole Molecule, because uh, they were, went off and made Dreams instead, which is yes. amazing. <laughs> it was a wonderful addition. Of, again, like made for the PlayStation 4, but it will easily get mm. a lot more um, out of the... Uh, PlayStation, you know, more games because not just from what's already came on with it, but also what people will make and what you'll have access to from what people make. Yeah, there's there's a couple of sequels uh, that I was very pleased to see. Oh. Um, one of which was the the sequel to another of one of my favourite PlayStation Four games, mm -hmm. which is Horizon Forbidden West. Yes, yes, that was, uh, I think that was another one of the big, big announcements that they were uh, yeah. anchoring on was the, was a sequel to this very beloved game. Yeah, people were expecting this one as well, I think, yeah. Um, 
Horizon Zero Dawn, you probably know people, but it, it was um, the game where you were playing a, a sort of warrior woman in a sort of post-apocalyptic um, landscape where uh, these there are a lot of synthetic life forms and uh, it's an open worldy thing and you get to ride on like big metal horse things and <laughs> yeah the and idea it's... is that you see like these like throughout the wilds there are these like giant creatures mm. uh metallic creatures that resemble types of animals or dinosaurs mm. and stuff like that and a lot of it a lot of it involves exploring and hunting and taming a few of them to try and uh explore the world and uh do missions and solve puzzles that kind of you know that kind of formula but it's it's one of the more creative of these kind of very cinematic uh, mm. style games. Yeah, and the the trailer for this is a lot of it is uh, like cinematics, but it basically shows you that it's going to be like opened up a bigger world. Basically, mm -hmm. it's um it's yeah because it's called Forbidden West. I guess she, it because the original setting. It was supposed to be like North America or America, wasn't it? Post, post apocalypse, mm -hmm. or, uh, and this is just, I guess, you go a bit west, and there's underwater bits, uh, mm. and there's oh, that's a crocodile, robot crocodile, <laughs> sort crocodile sort of thing. Oh, none, none of them are quite just just a metropolitan animal, but there's you can tell what they're sort of inspired by. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which and is yeah, one I love, love the things about that particular type of design. Like you can definitely make the real life mm. uh, connotations with it. And oh yeah, there's some amazing landscapes and stuff that you get to see, like some of the gameplay stuff. Mm. It, the first one I sort of um, people sort of compared the original a bit to uh, Breath of the Wild, and they sort of coming out around the same time. I think. Oh. Okay. This one. This one sort of gives me even more Breath of the Wild vibes, actually, in places. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. It's, it's lands reclaimed somewhat by nature. I mean, they, they both yeah. have kind of a similar theme going on, but you still yeah. have ancient pieces of technology. For whatever reason that they were made, they're still running around. Some are causing trouble. Some are just, you know, existing in this world. Mm. And it, it, that's, that's something Breath of the Wild dealt with a lot, too. It's also got sort similarities with the last of it. Oh, metal mammoth! That's oh yeah, they are. Awesome. Oh, that was the big that was the big uh, cl uh, clincher at the at the end of the trailer. Yeah. And you get to see like this seems like a rival tribe of these guys all coming in on uh, giant robo elephants or mammoths. Yeah, yeah, that is amazing. Um, yeah, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I, you, you I were comparing to what it. You were comparing what it like what the setting reminds you of. You we were talking about Breath of the Wild was one. Oh of yeah, there's also sort of elements of The Last of Us, like in mm. the the places reclaimed by nature or whatever. But I much prefer this vibe to the sort of um, the Last of Us is great, but it's very sort of oppressive and um, uh, downbeat and serious and everything. Mm -hmm. And this this is just a bit more. It's not like super cheerful or anything, but it's just a bit more fun. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it's it's a very I would say it's a much more immersive world in my opinion. Yeah, and it's, it's more it's more adventure sort of thing as well. 
and you haven't you know it's not like oh everything's you know it's not like really bleak mm-hmm. and it's yeah and Alloy is an awesome character and it's good to see her back um, absolutely the other sequel I wanted to mention is mm-hmm. one that I was actually very surprised to see because I didn't really think it, that this was that big of deal anymore and that is okay. odd world so right right yeah i remember hearing about that like the original odd world and like i never played it before but it like it was interesting like yeah the, i was gonna I, ask how familiar you were with the loosely i've never really played it before but i know the concept is that like these aliens are basically being like like they're sold as food or whatever and then the whole point of is it for you to es- like escape with others of your kind yeah um the i was a fan of the original oddworld games like back on the original playstation way back um and they, it was kind of an interesting concept because uh basically the studio that made it is called oddworld inhabitants mm-hmm. and the whole idea was that it was going to be like a whole it was almost like, kind of like what Marvel, it's like a cinematic universe, it was sort of, they've invented it a, like a, a setting, like this is our game universe or whatever, and we've created all these races of aliens and stuff in this world mm-hmm. and stuff, and we're going to make different games and stuff in this setting. And I think they were also saying that they were going to do CG animated movies and stuff. Hmm. And, and um, it all seemed quite exciting. And uh, the first game was uh, just, it was a platformer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it had, it was a 2D platformer, which at that point was kind of, you know, they were already sort of old old hat to most people. Mm-hmm. But it had, um, it had like really impressive rendered graphics, like pre-rendered graphics that looked pretty amazing at the time. Mm-hmm. But that meant that it couldn't scroll. So it was like, it was like, yeah. Uh, flip screen or whatever which so it's quite old-fashioned in that way yeah um, but the the thing the sort of gimmick it had well it had, it had kind of had two gimmicks one of them was that you could um uh you could possess other animals other creatures because mm. you're this race of Madarkans who are aliens and mm-hmm. they're they are basically enslaved by like the higher up species on the thing and they're working in the meat factory right and abe, yeah. dis- abe discovers that that madarkans are being used as the meat <gasps> so, yeah and then the, the whole point of the game is for him to to escape and then yeah. find others to escape with yep and you can um use so you have to get them to follow you basically but you can also possess different creatures so you can possess like bad guys and stuff and uh, hmm. use them to like do puzzles or whatever or just walk them off the side of a platform or whatever <laughs> or shoot another one of them or something like that yeah so and, i get the sense that this game's got like a dark sense of humor to it yeah yeah um it also had the, the other sort of thing that really stood out was that um each each um different creature that you could possess or and including Abe himself they mm-hmm. all had like a, a little um they had a you could if you pressed a certain button you'd say a word so you could communicate with each other mm-hmm. so 
you like press a button and you go, hello, follow me, wait, stay here, and things like that. So <laughs> there was there's only, there was only like, uh, I guess, it's eight words, I guess you could say, or eight different noises, mm-hmm. because um, they were they were each done like with one of the, like or either the square, triangle, or circle, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, and one you could do by pressing like the the shoulder button and pressing the other one, something like mm. that. Um, so you used to go up to another character and go hello, and they go hello, and you go follow me, and they go follow me, and then he <laughs> follows you. And you'd you'd um, so you'd get these little characters, and it'd be hilarious. So you're just you're just trudging along, and they're all following you, and you had to basically stop them dying. And uh, yeah. That, get them to a portal thing and then you chant and they run out they run out and they escape the factory so yeah um <laughs> long story uh, just to explain what that game was and then That's there was okay. Abe, there was Abe's Exodus which was a direct sequel but mm-hmm. then at this point it was when the PlayStation 2 was becoming like in the in the ether it was the big exciting thing that was coming next mm-hmm. and they were going to do a big 3D um, Oddworld game that was going to be very exciting and they showed lots of like um, exciting looking stills and stuff for quite a long time and I was mm-hmm. like right when I get my PlayStation 2 it's going to be one of the games I'm really excited about it's going to be awesome and then the head of Oddworld Inhabitants basically had a bit of a hissy fit mm-hmm. and announced very publicly that um, like he'd fallen out with Sony and that PlayStation 2 was terrible or something and mm-hmm. that he'd he'd gone gone to the new exciting world of Xbox. So then mm. they def- then they defected to Xbox and I was like, No and, Come back. Uh, then I but then from the rest it sort of didn't really take off, I guess, at that point. They did a game called Munch's Odyssey. Mm-hmm. But basically they sort of kind of fizzled out. But mm-hmm. then a couple of years ago unexpectedly it came back and Oddworld Inhabitants are back and they did a remake of Abe's Odyssey that you can get like on PlayStation 4. It might be, you might be better get it on PlayStation 3, uh, but um, like the Wii U, I think, and mm-hmm. uh, Xbox One or whatever. It was like a download game, but it was remake the original, but with new, new things and it's called New and Tasty. But they're doing, this is all preamble to <laughs> It, put it in context that there is going to be a new Oddworld game for PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 and possibly other formats as well. Mm-hmm. And it is, it looks like it's, it's because some of the other games that they did, uh, they did one called Stranger's Wrath as well. That was like a, I think it was like a 3D shooter in the, um, okay. in the Oddworld. Cause that's, that was the whole idea they were going to do all sorts of different games and stories all set in the same world. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was a which was a really fun concept. Oh yeah. Um, but it didn't really happen quite how it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but they sort of left Abe's story behind a while ago. So I guess this is like the the third game in the Abe, Abe story, I guess, because you're you're going back to the Abe story, and uh-huh. uh, but it's this time it is uh, obviously got a lot better graphics because it's on PlayStation 5 and it looks like it's finally a scrolling game. <laughs> Yay, we'll finally scroll. 
but it, it looks very impressive and it's it's still got the the same sort of storytelling and stuff and I, I guess he's he's uh he's forgiven sony now <laughs> i guess so if we're if we're seeing this on sony again then i can only imagine yeah yeah so yeah um but it looks it looks fun to me did, did you you watch this well i guess you would have seen it because it was in the um show yes i did yeah like we like we said, I don't really have that as much of uh, history with that. So, uh, and I look at the mechanics, and I'm like, oh, the mm. it, it, like if the whole thing is going to be like escort missions to get all of these guys over alive, I feel like I'm mm. going to suck so terribly at that. So, I'm curious. I'm not entirely sure if it's going to be my thing, but I'm glad that they're uh, revisiting an old, you know, an old series that did maybe didn't get a whole lot of love and uh giving it another shot because i think there are you know there are people like yourself who did play those games who are really excited to hear about you know when sequels were going to come out and how they would continue the stories and lo and behold that's finally happened so i'm really glad that they're, that they're going back to it something that that definitely has uh a lot of complicated history but also some staying power too yeah i i was really surprised when it came back and said oh Oddworld's back whoa <laughs> Was maybe, there any other sequels that you that jumped out at you? Because I think most everything else is uh, in this particular presentation was original content. If yeah, that was some that was something that was quite unexpected. And most of the stuff isn't sequels. Um, yes, there was the like the only other sequel I can think of that they did was Gran Turismo. Yeah, and really, really. Who cares? It's yeah. just um, it's no one who other than other than people who enjoyed driving games, like my brother. Yeah, no, it's I. I like driving games, but Gran Turismo is just like it's you know it's just very dry and <laughs> and serious. And I I like basically I like racing games where you can throw a shell at someone or something. I mean, or... yeah, those are the fun. The fun cartoony ones are the best, in my opinion. Those are the kind of racing games that I enjoy the most. But people like my brother who are big car enthusiasts. I still love, I still love Wipeout as well. <laughs> Destruction Derby, I, I, you know, I like the, the, the have a bit something more to them, and yeah. Gran Turismo, but I do remember that's people who just want to live out their car fantasies. I, I remember it being like, at when it first came out, like the first Gran Turismo games, it was like a technical wow thing, mm-hmm. and uh, they, it just sort of it doesn't really have that appeal anymore, but it used to be. It's I, I just remember thinking how photorealistic it was, like the original Gran Turismo. And it's crazy because you look back now and you go, I thought that was photorealistic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so weird that, that how your perception changes. It's like, I remember looking at like 16-bit games that were based on cartoons and go, it's just like the cartoon. <laughs> and like, if you look at it now, it's, there's no way it looks just like the cartoon, but you're like, oh, it looks just like the Lion King. It's like I'm playing the Lion King. It's like the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, there weren't any other sequels, I don't think. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Um, in terms of the original content, um, aside from Stray, another uh, game that was a trailer that came with this presentation that uh, that looks pretty unique in terms of like uh, what seems like an action-adventure combat kind of deal, but um, has a really unique look to it, and that is Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. Yeah, that was one of my favorite too. It, it, 
had a it sort of had a like Japanese fantasy sort of vibe to it sort of uh, sort of maybe sort of spirited away type vibe mm-hmm. sort yeah. of Ghibli-esque but I, I think it don't, I didn't actually see who did it but I thought it was maybe a western game using sort of eastern influences it could I don't think it's Japanese but I don't know for sure mm-hmm. but I, I think thought it looked Ember really... Lab was the studio involved I oh think. yeah I'm okay go back and just double check yeah Ember Lab and uh yeah yeah I think that's the that's the primarily the studio who's involved with this and uh it looks really super cool I like the like you said, the different thematic elements that are on display here and the whole idea that you're, you kind of have these magical abilities that rely on these uh, spirits, these absolutely flippin' adorable little guys. Yeah. Like, holy crap. These are like probably one of the cutest things in the entire entirety of this, of the, the presentation. Like, and yeah. there's some equally pretty interesting stuff. I think this is the cutest by far. Yeah, um, it's definitely, uh, yeah, there's, that gives it a sort of Pokemon sort of <laughs> True. Um, element to it, but it doesn't actually look anything like Pokemon. It looks quite no, unique. No. It looks, yeah, it looks, that looks like right up my street, <laughs> frankly. Mm, same, same. So it was interesting, because like, they have, you saw that trailer, but then they followed it up with a frankly puzzling I, I'm, I'm curious like I'm intrigued to see where this the following trailer that pops up right after uh, Kenna which looks to be some kind of 2D animated like I'm guessing some kind of visual novel kind of scenario because it's it's got like all these anthropomorphic dinosaurs that look to be in some kind of high school scenario we were talking about yeah. this a little bit off air but I was like both like not sure what to make of it, but also kind of intrigued because I like the designs. I it, like the character designs. It seemed to me I just I just couldn't help thinking that it was like Life is Strange remade with like uh people like furries on deviant art sort of thing. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't necessarily blame you, but and I was also sort of getting I was getting the feeling like we were supposed to know what it was, like it was like a, like it was based on something. But I could be wrong. Uh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's a completely original concept. But I thought per, it almost seemed like it was like based on a, something, whether it was a sequel or a continuation. I don't think so. I don't really think so. At least not though so far that I've uh, I, I've seen it. That's what kind of confused me because I sort of felt like it was like I go ah see Volcano High ooh remember that and I'm like no no I don't <laughs> think anyone does because I think this is the first time we're seeing anything related to this yeah um but I'm curious I'm I'm, I'm like I said color me intrigued I'm I want to know what type of game it is if it's like I said, it, it seems to be screaming visual novel to me, but at the same time, I'm just like, no, I don't think it'd be getting this big of a treatment if it was just a visual novel. Like, there's got to be something more to this. Yeah, I, I, 
not a big fan of the aesthetic, I have to say. Oh, okay, I gotcha. <laughs> so, maybe a pass for me, but interesting. Definitely good to see a real variety of games here. Mm-hmm. What was another one that jumped out at me? So we saw Oddworld. We talked about Oddworld. Um, there was one that was a bit further on that really fascinated me. Um, oh, in terms of like stupid, silly stuff, the uh, bug snack things. Did you <laughs> see that trailer? <laughs> like, yeah, it had, that was weird. And it was it's from the Octa people who made Octodad. It said so. That's yeah. <laughs> Makes makes sense because uh, yeah. that game is weird. Um, <laughs> weird, sort of weird in a funny way. Song. Yeah, I don't really know. What it's like I'm not quite sure what this is, but it's it's wacky and fun. And yeah, so it would be a it. good game, a good a good game to play with kids mm. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, there was, yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how much you'll be able to offer on this, but uh, I was, I know a lot of people were excited for this next one. Um, it, they're remaking, um, this, even though this technically isn't a sequel, it is based off an existing property. And that is, um, and, and this is basically like a game that, uh, that came out a while ago. Um, the pre predecessor of Dark Souls, uh, Demon Souls. And uh, that's yeah. getting a uh, remastered version, which I know a lot of uh, Dark Souls fans are from software uh, fans are really super excited about, myself included, because I know, yeah. I just know my friends are going to be like, oh, we should totally get this and try and see how long we'll live, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, my reaction nice. to that was sort of, I, doubt, Demon Souls? Is that like Dark Souls? <laughs> it was. Well, here's the thing. The, the context you don't know is that this was from software, I believe, their first foray into the what would become or be defined as the Dark, Stole, Dark Souls style. Dark Souls yeah. was really what brought it to its big name. Yeah, that was the one that was a big success. And this yeah. was the one that they, they made before it was a big success. So now they're doing a remake of that one say hey this is how it all started and giving it a new shiny thing yeah and blue i think blue point games is uh involved in it. they're the folks who are uh like they're the big remaster folks who've yeah. been doing a lot of like the, the really high definition remasters to a lot of different different games i believe even like you know uh, shadow of the colossus so i am okay with hd remastery things because you know, in when it comes to movies, mm -hmm. it's like that's a remaking everything is just uh, like unimaginative or whatever. But with games, uh, it gives people a you know more people a chance to experience the game uh, for a new generation, and it also if if it's a game you really love, um, I find generally you know it's a it's some it's a great excuse to play through again but exactly like an enhanced version of it and uh it's sort of if it's like say it's something like spyro or something mm -hmm. it's it's sort of being able to play it and the graphics are sort of as good as you remember because like if you in your memory of it the graphics were, were amazing for the time or whatever oh yeah 
and if you go back and play it and you're like oh it looks like it's <laughs> just... it's all blocky like like watching the cutscenes from the very first Metal Gear Solid game and looking how it's just a bunch of polygons stacked up on top of each other and in order mm. to simulate talking you just jiggle the head around a little bit whereas to now you could actually like animate the person's, you know, or even just straight up motion capture a person's facial animations in order to get across like more, more acting, more character acting. Yeah, but if you if you do a remake of it, then the graphics, you know, are up to today's standards or whatever, and it's like you go, oh yeah, I remember the graphics being awesome because they they were for the time, mm-hmm. but now it's it's like yeah, <laughs> like I said, it's like making it as good as you remember. <laughs> um, Anything else that jumped out at you? Because there's not too many more. Like a lot of the other one, other games that uh, were being showcased didn't really appeal too much to me. A lot of them were first-person shooters and horror games that I could, you know, I know a lot of other people would be excited about, but I could rather do without because I'm not a horror fan. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> even though I know Resident, Resident Evil's got a huge reputation. <laughs> Yeah, we should, we should probably mention that there's a Resident Evil Village or something. It at least looks like, I think maybe it's more back to the normal Resident Evil rock because last one was a first person game or something, and I because you could play it all in VR, and I was I was like, nope, not having that. First person games are too scary. Well, um, um, <laughs> well, here's my thought on it because I saw a bit of like the last Resident Evil game that. Uh, that came out. Um, I think it is, yeah, I think that it is going a bit more to the, the third person to a degree. Mm. But um, what I like is when it go, you see village and then you see yeah. an eight. It's technically resident evil eight. If you take hey. the V I and then you see the, the L's, if you take out the tips of both L's, it's, a, it's, it numbers an eight. So oh, it, it is technically an eight. Clever, I didn't, I missed that. Um, I wonder if, because like Resident Evil 4 is like one of the most acclaimed ones and it was quite different. I wonder if, I think that was, because that was like, uh, you were mainly fighting like angry villagers, it seemed to be, <laughs> rather than zombies. Uh, so maybe it's a bit of a return to that, I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, the other sort of game that looked really interesting to me Mm-hmm. Uh, visually, at least, is called the demon inside. The little demon inside. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Let me go back to that trailer. That was that did look fascinating. It had a really interesting style. It it was it's cutting between two different styles. You don't know if it's two different gameplay styles or if one of them is just like cutscenes. Mm-hmm. But they're sort of an actiony bit with like a. a and it's got a really interesting graphical style of the character designs. Mm-hmm. And, but it's cutting between that and sort of this bloke in a, in a house, but it's sort of, it's almost like a, like a cross section set type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's another one of these games where you're like, you know, I'm not really quite sure what this game is, but I really yeah. like the style of the, of the um, animation, which is basically what inspired me to go that we should talk about all these things because, you know, it's pushing the art of animation forward with all these different games. 
Well, that's uh, something I've heard people talk about with what's the, these games in particular that Sony's uh, pushing is that, you know, it's one thing to go for realism, but it's another thing to embrace these different styles and have that really play into, you know, how in, in basically embracing the stylization a bit more than yeah. just saying all games have to be as realistic as possible. It's like, no, part of the, part of the joy is, uh, being is having these kind of like stylized versions of uh these these characters in the worlds that they live in oh yeah and speaking of i don't know what the hell this is there was another another game uh which got sort of a uh post-apocalyptic <laughs> sort of vibe uh and it's got you being like a lone figure wandering mm-hmm. it and uh there's a little girl and a ghost robot cat. <laughs> oh, oh God. Um, I forget what this was. The name of this was, hold on. I'm looking for the trailer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like this guy in like an astronaut outfit, but he's got a super robo helmet. Yeah. I did have, I did have it up on my screen, but YouTube on my PlayStation has now crashed. So I got, I haven't got the title of it here. <laughs> I'll look for it, but keep talking about it because yeah, I again don't know what this quite is, but it's intriguing. And it sort of goes trippy, like it's sort of uh, reality bending or something. You sort of start off thinking it's post-apocalypse, just a po- you know a lone figure wandering a post-apocalypse, and then there's a sort of weird, and it ends up on the moon. The <laughs> the the astronaut and the little girl. So, yeah. like, is that what the main game's going to be? You on the moon? <laughs> or is it going to be? It, yeah, it's another, I guess, most, this is another, like, cinematic trailer. But there was, uh-huh. like, they did have a, a thing that came up on the screen, like, uh, because the first thing was, basically, they ran a trailer of Grand Theft Auto 4 and said, mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto 4 is coming to PlayStation 5. That's it. And then, and that was like the PlayStation Four version of it. So, and then then the, the sign just came up said everything from this point forward is running on the PlayStation Five. Okay, yeah. So okay. I guess this I is got the title. Game. It's uh, called Pragma- Pragmata. Yeah, that was I. I knew it wasn't something just <laughs> that I could pull out of nowhere. Yeah, this is a. It looks. It looks weird. It's. It looks weird. I mean, this girl is wearing, it doesn't have any shoes on, and then she ends up on the moon. I'm like, that can't be comfortable for her feet. No, uh, like, yeah. Asteroid man, you need to take better care of small child. Um, I will notice that um, something in the very bottom corner of where it says coming in 2022. So we're going to be waiting a hell of a long time if we're going to see what happens with this game. Uh, yeah. But down in like the bottom right hand corner of text underneath the, uh, the coming in t- 2022, I see Capcom. Ah, uh, okay. So this is a this sounds like this looks like a Capcom game. So it's going to be something really bonkers. That is for cool. sure. <laughs> um, um, I I can't think of anything else I want to talk about. I mean, the only other thing that kind of looked interesting was uh, that at least jumped out at me was um, what was it? Was it earlier in the? It was a Square Enix game. I think. Oh, it's the um, yeah. The, one with the the uh, the sort of warriory woman. Yeah. Uh, in in a sort of fantasy setting, it's the something project. 
Yeah. And that's another one that's going to be ages off. Um, oh, I'm sure. Some, yeah, I think that said like 2022 or something. And it was, um, but it looked, it looked gorgeous from the, the graphics and uh, you were, you look like you're playing a badass woman. And I, there were some people who were suggesting that it might have some sort of Final Fantasy connection, just a rumour, uh, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I, I would have thought they would have mentioned it if it did. <laughs> yeah, you would think that they'd be more open about like its origins. If it is tied to Final Fantasy, like they'd be more open to say, hey, yo, guys, Final Fantasy, go by now. Yeah, it'd be weird for them to... Yeah, oh, here's a new game, and then you know, one year into development, go. It's actually a Final Fantasy because you. It's happened before, mentioned. though. Mm, yeah, it's happened before. So we shall see. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there was like just another couple of, uh, the, another big thing seems to be games where you get stuck in time loops or something. There's, a, mm. <laughs> there's a. A first-person shootery one that uh, has the um, it's apparently from the people who made Dishonored, which was quite popular. Ah, oh game. yeah, there were the guy who. It's a story about uh, two assassins. You're playing one yeah. assassin's like stuck. They're both stuck in loops of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it's uh, um, that one that's quite. It, I don't really like first-person shooters very much at all as a rule but I kind of like the concept and the style was quite fun so it sort of made me go eh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's not my it's not my genre the first mm -hmm. person shooter but there are occasional ones like we did I did have used to have fun playing multiplayer time splitters to mm -hmm. PlayStation 2 way back um, and then the other one uh, what's that one called it's, um, this one is a, a a woman in space who keeps dying, uh, and it says every time I come back, reality the the world seems to have changed or something. Um, it's got a very silly name. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like re something. It's yeah. Uh, oh God. Yeah, I, I don't even remember. I, it it kind of just, it just looked so generic to me that I just kind of tuned it out, to be honest. It reminded me of, like, a bad Tom Cruise movie. Pragmata. No, that's, no, Pragmata. Yeah, that was the one with the girl, the that, little girl I talked about. Oh, here it is. Great name. Returnal. Oh, my God. Like, so, see, Return and Eternal. I'm, 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 return. I've already forgotten it. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am yep. truly sorry, people who like this game or who are excited for this game. Uh, I'm glad you're excited for it. I'm afraid I can't join you because, like I said, it just reminds me of a really bad uh, Tom Cruise movie, which I could never get into, and I'd rather not because I'd much Indeed. rather play a tiny cat in a cyberpunk robo world. I know the one you're referring to. And that I know. The, the movie with about four titles. Yes. Edge of Tomorrow slash All You Need Is Kill slash Live, Die, Repeat. The film that the distributors tried to, to convince everybody had a different name when it came out on disc oh than, than they did. It's ridiculous. It. I think it's quite good, but <laughs> that's just me. And some people, to each their uh, own. But, um, yeah. 
Live Die Repeat was a better name than Edge of Tomorrow, which was super generic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it should have gone with the crazy Japanese title, All You Need Is Kill, because what the hell does that mean? Yeah, but, I mean, just there. I, I would much rather have preferred that title, if I'm being honest. <laughs> that was basically all the games in the... Uh, um, the presentation but i did want to mention one that was shown bef- before that um and i think it w- is coming to playstation 5 and possibly playstation 4 but the the reveal of it they showed it for the xbox series okay. s or whatever okay. um, and that that is the new assassin's creed game Ah, okay. Valhalla, where it's Vikings, <laughs> which is cool because Vikings are cool, and also it's set in England, which is interesting. But you're yeah. you're playing you're playing Vikings. Um, I I think in um, well some some of it's set in England, some of it might be in uh, you know Scandinavia. That is and, pretty. That is pretty neat. Like that's kind of how I was super psyched for. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey because mm. I like I love the fact that they were setting it in ancient Greece and I absolutely adore adored like the Greek myths and how they kind of blend that in with and even with this particular story too with like the Greeks and then they compared it with the Roman society too um, like you could go back and forth between the two or not Roman mm. excuse me I'm, I'm getting that confused um, the different like sects of Greek culture like there's Athens versus the Spartans that kind of thing. Yeah, I was. Which was, I was fascinating. I was so up for that game. I thought it looked great. I'm a big. I've always, I like the series generally, mm-hmm. like from from the very first one. Uh, I've I have played most of them. I haven't. I never played three. I don't think, and uh, I didn't spend that much on the the four. Even though you're a pirate, which was very cool, because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I didn't like the bits where you were playing doing the ship. They were annoying. <laughs> That was super annoying. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you do, do you have you played that? Uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh hell yeah! I, I played no, it. No four. No four. I said. Oh, with yeah. the pirates. Absolutely. Yeah. I played it and did I beat you, it. Did you love the the ship bits? I did actually. I, I uh, um, okay. it was tricky to 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 be fair. There were parts where it was really tricky, especially when I went up against higher level vessels or like um, forts. Like yeah. my the, my ship would get blasted to pieces quite easily, and I would realize how challenging it was to uh, upgrade. Uh, yeah, based, stuff. Basically, the reason I didn't like them is because I was terrible at them, and I always <laughs> lost. So, which is yeah. fair. Like, if you had that kind of experience, then absolutely, that's fine. But I actually had a habit of, like, you know, for the most part, steering clear of those higher level areas, and then really kind of going around in areas I'd already been to, just raiding and looking for supplies, and like taking down ships and I think because I had all of those smaller uh victories it kind of built up my confidence in being able to play that particular section but I will say this there's a at least a more streamlined version of it in Odyssey so uh if you ever do end up playing that as you know as well then I think I have, you might have an easier time with the ship encounters in that game I have I have Odyssey mm-hmm. I like I said I was well up for it I thought it looked awesome but I had a real time, hard time because they they gave it quite an overhaul. It's more, it doesn't play like the other Assassin's Creed games. So right. It's more, it's yeah. more like a, it's got definitely more RPG elements, and yes. I, I I couldn't get on with it because I wasn't very good at it. Again, you know, it, and it was 
I found it much, much harder to get anywhere. And so I didn't play it for ages. I put it away. And then recently, like after all the stuff was coming about Valhalla and stuff, I thought, right. And people were talking about it. I thought, I'm going to give it another go. So I loaded it up and I loaded my save game and I was immediately killed by a chicken. Oh, no. Oh, no, Chris. This, this spawn point, I got a spawn point. And then this chicken is behind me, immediately attacks me. Because <laughs> in that game, everything attacks you, like the animals just randomly attack you. And just like where the, the save point, there was a chicken who was, so every time you load up, it would just go, <laughs> you just go. So you got like, a chicken what? to ag, you, you got an uh, aggroed by a chicken, basically. Yeah, like, the only thing I could do is like, if I like immediately loaded up, I would just have to basically tear away from the loading point to run away from the chicken because there basically wasn't time to like just turn around and fight it or whatever because mm-hmm. it was like it was, I guess it was like practically on me already when the the save point loads up. So yeah, I thought nah, stop this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can understand I, that. I might have. What I might do is like restart or something in a different mode or something because there's there's like a there's supposed to be like a more sort of story based mode sort of thing where you it's like you don't do the rpg elements so much you just sort of experience the story more i think it's like mm-hmm. a more more um sort of guided version and they say oh it's not the best version but it's like yeah but i might have to do that just to see the yeah just so you can enjoy the actual narrative for what it yeah. is. And I will say, as far as uh, main characters in the Assassin's Creed franchise go, Cassandra is one of my favorites now, after playing yeah. this game. So basically, whether I get the Viking game, which looks super cool, mm-hmm. comes down to whether it's the new style or not. Because if it's the new style, then I, I just know that I won't actually enjoy playing it very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a shame, because I've, I've been into that series. And also, this was one of the ones I... Years ago, when I wrote for a game site, I wrote an article um, with, you know, where might Assassin's Creed go next? And one of them was Victoria London, which became true. Yep. With Syndicate, which was very cool. You get, I love, I like that one, running mm-hmm. around Victoria London, running around the cobbles and the stand, fighting with Cockney gangsters. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and also that one, you get to choose between a male and female character as well, that was cool. Yeah. Um, and another one was Vikings. So, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Absolutely. I think, I can't remember if it had pirates on it. I don't know if pirates had been done at that point. I don't know. But that, that would have been one I would have chosen as well. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> so, All yeah. right, so I think we're done chatting uh, so far about the games that are coming up. And I'm, I'm, I'm very curious. I'm not going to be one of those first people who are going to be lining up for uh, for the PlayStation 5 the day it comes out. But at the very least... Never buy a modern game console at launch. No. No, it is a mistake. Don't do it. Wait a while. Wait for the price to go down. Wait for the, uh, the catalog to get bigger. And then, and then, only then... Like I would say, wait till you at least know that the game, the console has ten unique games that you really, really want to get. 
and only then yeah. invest in it. Yeah, it's a really daft thing to buy a console when it first comes out, really. But but I did do it twice. <laughs> PlayStation 2 and Wii. <laughs> That's fair. That is yeah. fair. But I did want to uh, share, um, before we sign off for today, there was a game that came out for the Wii U that has had a chance to... Uh, that I got a remastered version in uh, for the Switch, which I think a lot more people should play. Um, let me know. I, I, I'm willing to wait a little bit longer if, if you have something that you want to talk about real quick, but this is, I, I just want to say, I don't want to leave this podcast episode without talking about this game because it's one of my favorites. I'm curious. I just, I just want to know, what is it? It's called The Wonderful 101. Oh, it's a platinum game. It, yep, one of their finest, in my opinion. It, I will admit, it, there's a steep learning curve to the mechanics of this game because it's, uh, it's a mob mobbing game. Because the whole idea is that you're this super sentai team of superheroes, uh, and you all have these different members, and you can temporarily recruit citizens you save to join your ranks and form this like mass mob of superheroes and you use one control stick to move around but the second control stick the right hand control stick is like you use to make certain shapes in order to have the whole team form into something like you can make a bunch of team members form a giant fist you can make a giant sword a giant gun whip you know what have you a hammer and it gets more and more ridiculous as the game goes on. Like, if you're thinking, like, the, I'm trying to think of, like, the best way to come out. Like, think Power Rangers meets Tekken mm. Topic Gurren Lagann meets, um, God, uh, what, what else am I thinking of um, Super Sentai-related? Because um, when I think of Super Sentai, like, Power Rangers is the first thing that comes to mind because that was, like, the iconic. Yeah. But there's other stuff, like... Um, Oh God! Like, uh, like Yata Man and uh, the Gotcha Man. Big bad beat the bogs. <laughs> um, VR troopers. And, I mean Voltron too. Like that yeah, was yeah. that was Super Sentai. Oh well, that's got the um, it's got things uh, joining together. You know the ro- you know yeah the ro- the combining robots and that's yeah you know, it, that's it, sort of like the um, the mechanic of joining together sort of I guess Mm -hmm. but the thing I love about this particular game I love the art style for sure because it's got a very kind of I wouldn't say Saturday morning cartoon kind of I guess so I mean in terms of the character designs for sure like the superheroes with like the the fancy masks um you know latex like almost like like latex looking suits um superhero Mm -hmm. costumes and whatnot but uh I like like if you look at the character animation, it's really hard for me to put into words, but it's like you've got the models and like the mouths of the characters are like 2D like lip flaps on these on these models, which sounds cheap, but I like the way they pull it off because they're able to pull off like a lot of like mouth movements with just these 2D polygons. But cool. just the, the just on the on top of the fact that the game is absolutely not taking itself seriously at all it is having the best time that it can and just 
the jokes are just nonstop. Like there's an entire joke regarding like the, uh, the team member who is uh, called Wonder Blue, who's supposed to be like, you know, the counterpoint to the main team leader, uh, Red, who's basically, you know, he's like, act, tries to act like a lone wolf and like a ladies man. But here's the thing. That's how he prides himself. He's so bad at it. <laughs> like he tries to do like his whole transformation sequence where he's try he throws up a rose. He does this whole thing where he's changing into his superhero costume and then he holds up his hand to catch the rose, but then he drops it and then he tries to go grab it on the ground and keeps buttoning and keeps kicking it away from himself. And then the scene just ends with him just going off screen trying to get it, trying to pick up this damn rose and it's so good. <laughs> Oh, and it gets even better. Like, I cannot put into words how amazing the ending of this game is. And I'm looking forward <laughs> to playing it over again and getting that ending because it's just, oh my God. I can't, like, if you don't want to play through the whole game to see what I'm talking about, like, Google it, like, Wonderful 101 best ending ever, and you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> If you like Super Sentai, if you like over-the-top, like, way super over-the-top action, superheroes, whatnot, like, this is the game to buy. And the fact that they now have it, like, it was on the Wii U is where it was first released, but now that they have it for the Switch, like, I'm so glad that they gave this game another life. Because, yeah. like I said, more people need to play it. It's, it's now on a console that people actually have bought. Exactly! <laughs> Exactly. I mean, as in, I had a Wii U. <laughs> I know, but like a lot of people passed that console up because it didn't really yeah. have a lot of good games to this into its same. No. This was one of the few that was like, I was considering buying the buying it for. Like, I got the Wii U because this was on it because Wind Waker remastered, uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker remaster was on it, and then eventually, when Breath of the Wild came out, it was in fact released you know, you could play it on the Wii U, so I had that as well, but again, that was still, that poor console was kind of sort of dead on arrival, so I'm glad yeah. this is, the Switch is giving this game another chance to find an audience. It, it just didn't really have a unique concept, but it did have some amazing, you know, had like a small collection of amazing games that mm -hmm. a lot of people missed out on, like, like, um, the Mario 3D World is super fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And so is, uh, so is Wonderful 101, and if yeah. you have not played it before, I highly recommend picking it up, because it is, it is well worth every cent. <laughs> Especially with some added, um, added ease of play, for sure, uh, than it, the original had. Like, they added an uh, easier mode for you to play through the main game, and even some added uh, mechanics, like... Uh, dodge and blocking mechanics that you didn't you wouldn't normally have access to in the beginning of the game so it kind of it's a bit more forgiving uh in the first for for new players than it was originally like trust me this when i first played this game the struggle to try and get further through the levels was pretty raw <laughs> but it was it was well worth all the effort so again i will i will stop uh, pontificating about this for now because it's just 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 go buy it just 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 go buy it. Is <laughs> it is it, it got uh, like a a full release or is it um, just on the shop? Is it a download game? 
I think it's a download game so far that I've seen. Okay. That's that's how I got it. But um, I haven't had a chance to go go into an actual GameStop to see if it's actual physical disc in quite yeah, a no. while. No, understandable. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been up to this past week. To find out that that was on Nintendo Switch, I'm like, okay, you're mine now. I'm I'm gonna play you from start to finish. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Well, I think that might about wrap us up for the day. Unless there's anything else you want to add. Nope. <laughs> all right. Well, well, thank you for keeping it simple. Um. Uh, yeah, thank you to all of you who've listened to us uh, go on this this long. I uh, hope you're just about as excited for the PlayStation 5 as we are and um, playing uh, playing Stray and a few other awesome uh, sequel titles coming up. Um, and the fact that, you know, whatever you get for the PlayStation 4 or the PlayStation 5, we shall see. But, uh, yeah, thank you very much for tuning in. And, uh, as always, please stay tuned to the AF, to animationforadults.com for any upcoming news releases and also uh, releases for um, streaming, DVDs, etc. for uh, animated films and shows uh, coming up. Chris has been doing an amazing job keeping that on, on track, so if there's anything, a particular film or I think that you want to see is coming out soon, double check those posts. Um, as always, please follow us on our forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Tumblr and Twitter uh, and uh, excuse me Pinterest. I almost I almost missed Pinterest. Um, and please also check out our Patreon page as well as our Ko-Fi page if you'd like to continue supporting this podcast as well as the main podcast with uh, emailing us at podcast at podcast at animationforadults.com if you have a suggestion for any particular topics whether they be you know a particular film movie or video game. I am open to uh, getting suggestions for us discussing a particular uh, video game or video game series in particular. So please let us know if you're curious about, uh, if you'd like us to cover something that you're interested in. Uh, Chris, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at Mr. Chris Store on Twitter and same on Instagram, which I'm kind of a bit more on at the moment. I'm not, I'm just sort of getting to grips with it, uh, but I'm finding that, has got less depressing stuff on it that on Twitter. It's amazing how kind of there's been like a max exodus from Twitter onto Instagram for, for, that, like, very no, re- for that very it's, reason. It's too much. I <laughs> know. And you go, oh, look, some pictures of kittens. And... <laughs> yeah, I need, more, I need to put more pictures of my cat Steven on there. Oh, uh, look, there's a cat that was raised with two bunnies and it bounces ah. <laughs> that was that was a real thing i saw it was amazing mm-hmm. and a lot more a lot more also cool artists who post their art on instagram as well which is part of the reason why i i spend a lot of time on instagram now more than oh, any yeah, other lo- social media that and pinterest yeah lots of cool uh, artists and comic artists on there and stuff yeah mm-hmm. and if cosplayers you- and stuff okay gotcha all right, lastly, you can find me on uh, my Twitter handle is at Field2Ninja, and uh, I'll make sure that I have my, my Instagram as well as my Pinterest handle uh, on the show notes as well if you'd like to look me up in those particular forms of social media as well. I've got lots of really cool lists of artwork that I like, and uh, I'm hoping to see if I can try and post more art of my own in the future as I am 
currently taking some art classes to see if I can maybe brush up and maybe build a style. So who knows? Who knows what will happen in the future? But it's been a great, great form of stress relief through these trying times, as well as getting on recording these podcasts with good friends and talking about stuff that is that is our passion, is our, you know, is the thing that keeps us grounded. So yeah, I hope all of you stay well out there. Stay well, stay safe. Uh, Black Lives Matter, all, you know, make sure that you stand up for people who are on the, you know, being taken advantage of. Just at a safe distance. At a safe distance, yeah. With the social distancing. The virus is still, just because, just because this is all happening doesn't mean the virus has necessarily gone away. So be vigilant on that, okay? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Everyone take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Wow, there's so many new video game consoles coming out. I'm going to save up my allowance and buy them all. You might want to think twice about that, kiddo. Back in the 90s when you bought a new system, it was basically ready to go. But those days are gone by, so buddy, don't be that guy. You want to be the first in line, but I say no, 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 no. They won't have near enough games, no matter how great they seem. It takes at least a year or two before they're running full steam. Yes, it's a dirty little trick, so you gotta be staunch, kid. Don't ever buy a console at launch. I'm being serious, do not ever buy a console at launch. But the video game